I started doing yoga to help with my flexibility. But the more I learned, the more I realized how much more the study of yoga has to offer. Yoga has improved my physical and mental health and outlook on life. I feel that yoga can be beneficial for everyone. My mission is to share what I've learned about yoga with all the non-yogis, Joe Sixpacks, and everyday people in a down-to-earth fashion. My name is Luis, and this is the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. Uh, For this episode, I want to talk about probably one of the most important facets of yoga, which is our breath. Um, When you're talking about your breath, we do it every day, and I think everyone can benefit by just doing a simple breathing practice. Now, on the yoga side of it, uh, breath and the control of the breath is known as pranayama. And prana is kind of translated as energy. Um, energy that vibrates through absolutely everything, every piece of our being. So when you're talking about that energy, I'm talking about like super fucking cosmic space dust. We're all made of this beautiful energy. And through pranayama and through breath, we're able to breathe in all that energy and have that exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide and release it and keep our heart going and keep moving. Uh, Without this energy, absolutely nothing is possible, right? So when you talk about an apple, an apple has is filled with a universe of energy. It has the sun, it has water, it has earth, it has soil. And we are made up of all those beautiful cosmic things. And that's what prana, as we breathe all that in, it resonates and it fills our lungs and powers our body. And that's kind of through the yoga aspect, that's what pranayama and prana is and the the importance of that breath. Now, you may be thinking, all right, that's a little fucking, little too much uh, hippy-dippy for me. But, you know, if we keep thinking about it and we we realize, you know, our breath, how important it is, right? When you get scared, you go, (gasps) that breath, you know, is it our reaction that, causes our breath to change or is it the breath that causes us to change and that's kind of where i want to get at when we're practicing yoga we're always reminded hey remember to to breathe like when you breathe when you exhale you can relax and be calm if you've ever seen a baby breathing you notice that it's just like a beautiful like it's all in the belly he doesn't breathe into his chest until unless he's crying or distraught it just rises and falls very, very peacefully, right? And that's kind of where our breath started. But through life and through things where our breath tends to change and where it goes and, you know, through pranayama or the control of this energy, control of our breath, we're actually able to kind of tap into calming ourselves in situations that may normally give us high anxiety. So getting more into the kind of the, the nuts and bolts and science of it, uh, talking about the sympathetic nervous system versus the parasympathetic so for those of you who don't know when you're in the sympathetic nervous system this is your fight or flight right when something happens you get pissed off you get scared you're prepared to take on something physical a fight you're threatened your sympathetic nervous system takes over right what happens is all the blood and energy it goes to your limbs because it's ready to, to fucking do something fight run, freeze, something or other. 
And your breath also, you know, is a big part of this. Your breath becomes shallow. It goes into your chest because you're preparing yourself for some great stressor of some kind. And this is, you know, it's a healthy thing in the right circumstances. But what tends to happen nowadays, you know, we don't have to worry about running from a fucking saber-toothed tiger, right? What we stress about is uh, work and, uh, you know, daily chores, things like that. All these little things amp up this sympathetic nervous system if we're prone to it, right? If we're not conscious and we kind of just let it take over us. And when we're in this sympathetic nervous system for a prolonged period of time, it has a big effect, right? Because when you're in this fight and flight mode, your body can't rest and digest and relax like it's supposed to. It can't be at 100, ready to fucking cock rock, ready to lock every single time. Um, so when this tends to happen, you have high stress, right? That stress affects the body, how we stand. It affects our organs. It affects our digestion, right? Because all that energy and focus is in our limbs rather than our stomach allowing our food to properly digest. So if you have really violent and horrible poops, it may be because you know, you're stressed out a lot and that has a big fucking effect on your body. So if we inversely, right, we talk about the parasympathetic, this is our rest and digest system, right? The part of us that allows us to relax, to recover, to rebuild. You know, if you have, if you're a person that trains and works out, you need to be in this state for your body to kind of to rebuild all the muscles and all things like that. And the same thing with, you know, people, if you don't train, you, your body needs to recover. This is where you sleep. This is where you rest. And what tends to happen is nowadays we spend more time in this sympathetic nervous system state. And it, it just kind of jacks a lot of things up. And what's beautiful about the breath, right, it's part of our autonomic nervous system. So, you know, we never have to think about, I got to digest this food. It's like, oh, you know, I got to keep my heart beating. All these things are so deep into our brain that it just happens automatically. And our breath is like that. If we don't think for a while, we just we just breathe on our own, right? We don't have to think about it. But we're also able to tap in and control our breath. And by controlling our breath or through this pranayama, controlling of this energy, we're able to tap into this parasympathetic state, right? So if we're high strung, we can just sit back, breathe, notice our breath, control it, Breathing in slowly and out slowly, it's going to bring that sympathetic state down to a parasympathetic state and allow us to focus and rest and digest. Does that make sense? So that's what I'm trying to get across to you guys. And <clears throat> how we can do this is through just breathing exercises, right? Uh, first thing we can do is, you know, breathe through our nose. A lot of us are, are mouth breathers, and we don't realize it, right? We, we just, it just happens automatically. I do it from time to time, too, until I, I'm conscious of, like, oh, shit, I should just close my yap and, and uh, breathe through my nose if I'm not talking or anything. And breathing in and out through the nose is a lot more effective than breathing in and out through the mouth, right? It goes through the nasal passages, and mo- the nasal passages moisten the air that go into our lungs, and we filter it out, and just has a very much more positive effect than breathing in and out through the mouth only, uh, there's a really great book out there. It's just called Breath by James Nestor. And in this book, he, he references a bunch of studies that were done. and But he experimented himself for, for, you know, I think 10 days or two weeks. He only breathed through his mouth. And he kind of measured his, he took a bunch of labs, measured his health, measured his performance on a bike. 
And, you know, as the days went on, as he breathed more and more in and out through his mouth, his health just declined. Right? And then he did the, the complete opposite where for 10 days or two weeks, he just simply breathed through his nose, even went as far as taping his mouth shut. So while he slept, he would be forced to breathe in and out through his nose. And then sure enough, his performance increased, his labs and health started to increase as he breathed in and out through the nose. So on, even on top of that, um, there have been a lot of studies that have been done that kind of show the effect of pranayama in controlling the breath, right? Uh, there was a study done that people with, with cancer, right, they were kind of measured in their fatigue, emotional changes, their quality of life. And, you know, half of the study, you know, some people were the control where they didn't have any sort of pranayama breathing exercises. The other half did. And at the end of it, uh, the group that did do the breathing exercises showed a lot of difference, right? Uh, improvements in their uh, emotional fatigue, emotional changes, quality of life. And furthermore, you know, people with cardiovascular disease, diseases were also prone to increase, you know, their health status through this pranayama breath. And even people with uh, asthma by breathing with these breathing exercises, we're also able to increase their health. So it's it's been, if you look up a lot of studies, there are a lot of stuff that kind of shows, of course, there's more research that needs to be done because this is a relatively new thing. Uh, Eastern medicine, you know, breathing and all that sort of stuff, it's been around for thousands of years, but uh, Western medicine is still kind of catching up and kind of studying these things to make sure they're actually fine. But the the studies that have been so, done so far have shown improvements in this um <clears throat> and by breathing and doing these breathing exercises. So if you if you don't believe me, I mean, that's that's totally fine, right? If you think I'm full of shit, that's fine. But I ask you to do this experiment with me right now. If you're, of course, if you're driving or some shit like that, please don't close your eyes. But you know, if you're sitting somewhere and you're listening to this, I ask you to just do this small breathing exercise with me. And what I want you to do is, I'm going to ask you to inhale in through the nose and then exhale out through the mouth. And when you inhale, I really want you to breathe in nice and deep and strong and fill that belly full of air. And then when you exhale, exhale almost as if you're sighing. <sighs> right? And we're going to do that a couple times. So if you're sitting there, let's take a nice deep inhale. Hold for one, two, and then exhale. <sighs> Inhale. And exhale. <sighs> one more time. Inhale. And exhale. <sighs> now return to your normal breath. And just notice that sense of peace, that sense of quiet, that sense of calm for a few moments. Maybe you can notice your breath a little bit more now. And if you have your eyes closed, you can open them up again. So that beautiful moment of peace, that 
came to you. That came because of you, right? It's inside of you. It's inside of all of us, this beautiful cosmic energy that flows through absolutely everything in our lives. And we can get come back to this whenever we want through practicing this pranayama or yogic breathing. If you didn't feel anything, I honestly don't know what to tell you. But if you did, you kind of have this power now to calm yourself down when something stresses you out and you get into that sympathetic nervous system state. Deep breaths with slight retentions and then exhaling. All right, so that's kind of what I want to share with you first because I feel if we talk about yoga and philosophy and all that sort of stuff and not start with the breath, we're, I feel like I'm doing a disservice because this is the big basis of how we can calm ourselves without doing you know any crazy poses and things like that. We can just be driving and we can be sitting and doing these breathing exercises. So I want to leave you with just a couple tools to implement you know breathing into your life if you so choose to. All right, the first is just making sure to breathe in and out through your nose if you're not talking. Just kind of bring that focus and just realize, oh shit, I'm breathing through my, my mouth right now and in and out through the nose. That's probably the, the smallest step. You don't have to do any crazy breathing in or out for long periods of time, just breathing in and out through the nose. The second is if you have time, in the morning, this is, this is usually where I want to do my, my breathing exercises. It's just sitting still, breathing in and out through the nose, and just observing your breath. Feeling that cooling sensation as you inhale through the nose, how it fills up your lungs, expands the diaphragm, expands the belly. And then breathing out through the nose, feeling that warmth, that energy going back out of your body. And just sitting in observance of your breath, noticing the patterns, noticing where you feel that energy going is a very good folks start as well. And then if you want to progress a little bit more, there's a, a really simple breathing exercise that is supposed to help for relaxation. I do it typically at the beginning of my day when I wake up and it's just uh, a, a 636 breath. So what this means is we're going to inhale through our nose for a count of six, hold it for three, and then exhale through our nose for another count of six. And do this for about five minutes or so. And you're going to notice that you feel getting that beautiful energy that is all around us. You're going to feel it vibrating inside you now as you charge up your body for the day. You're going to feel your breath and your lungs are ready to take on the day. This is why I typically do it in the morning. I do it before I, I, I do my, my workout in the morning. And I get that energy in my body and I feel like my lungs are prepared for work. I'm not just rolling out of bed and getting into it. I'm letting my lungs fully expand and contract, allowing them to kind of shake the cobwebs loose from sleeping. So that's kind of a nice... Uh, exercise to, to really begin with. And there are, are many, many other forms of pranayama. You know, you can look up alternate nostril breathing. You can look up, you know, for the 636 breath, you can add a retention at the end of it. So see how that feels. You can breathe in for six, hold for three, breathe out for six, then hold for three with lungs completely empty, and then start over again. Right? There's 
so many different stages and things you can look up with. So I hope that this episode was beneficial to you guys. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me for as this comes to Pranayama. Again, this is the Ordinary Yogi Podcast, and my mission is to share the benefits and gifts of yoga that I've learned with people that may not necessarily gravitate towards it. I love you guys. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you all next week.